0: This is the Saddled Stallion Podcast, where men are equipped and encouraged to understand their wiring, clarify their mission, and find purpose along the path to its fulfillment. I'm your host, Chad Kanyer, and I'm stoked to have you here. Let's roll. Hey, we're going to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to Lambeau Field I think the game actually starts in about 10 minutes. (laughs) NFC championship game. Big deal. Uh, There's a guy named Tom Brady who's leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into Lambeau Field. Have you heard of Tom Brady? Can I just say this on behalf of 97% of people that don't live in Boston? I'm so tired of Tom Brady. Like, we get it, you know? Every time I see Tom Brady, like a statistic or whatever, I'm just like, we get it, dude. He just needs to take all of his medals and his wife and everything and just go away. Just go away, Tom. I only want to see you listed on the statistics sheet when they're comparing younger quarterbacks now. Can you just be that line item now so that I can move on with my life? I think we're all ready. Anyway, um Tom and the Bucks, Tommy's Bucks, I don't know. Take on the Packers at Lambeau field tonight. And everybody's talking about how Lambeau field, you know, it's oh, what an advantage playing in Lambeau field during the playoffs. And it's super duper cold and they've earned it, man. They're a great year, but absolutely. You know, that's definitely an advantage. They're still playing in the cold, by the way, it still sucks, but it is an advantage. Um, and it reminded me of something my dad used to say to me back in Peewee football. I used to play, I paid Peewee and you know, I think I started when I was like, eight years old. I weighed like 60 pounds. I mean, early, real early. Uh, But you know, you got to start early. And my dad was the coach for a long time. We had so much fun. I mean, some of the best memories from childhood were playing football with the guys and my dad, and it was awesome. And he used to say, hey man, snowy games, like if we had a game coming up that was snowy or cold or whatever, we, I'm from Seattle. So it was rainy and wet and cold or whatever. He would be like, this is a great opportunity. I mean, you're a tough kid and not a lot of kids are tough that a lot of people don't like playing in the snow. This is a great chance for the tough kids to really have a great game and to be like, to kill it, you know, to do great. And it was cool because he started teaching me even when I was eight, nine, 10 years old to see the positive in a negative situation on the surface, right? And it was cool. I was a linebacker. I loved hitting people anyway. So I'm like, you know what? It, it kind of gave me this confidence to have the philosophy of like, yeah, man, I'm going to punish these, you know, like it, like I'm going to, I'm going to play harder. Like I'm going to, I'm going to hit harder. Ooh, it's going to freaking hurt. You know, that first hit I lay on that guy, it's going to send a freaking message. Cause it's so dang cold. And he's gonna be like, I don't want to get hit like that again. And you know, everyone knows emotion in sports is very important right? And we wanted to win that nine-year-old championship. Like, what am I talking about? Who cares? But great life lesson, honestly, to see the positive positive in the negative situations on the, on the surface level. Zooming out of the football world, if you're not a football guy or whatever, totally cool. Life gives us snow. Life gives us winter. Life gives us cold, right? A lot of people are going through a winter right now. And not just because of COVID. A lot of people are struggling in relationships that have nothing to do with COVID, nothing to do with isolation, right? Isolation might have brought those things to the surface, but they're struggling nonetheless. There might be people who it has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with losing their job because of COVID. It has nothing to do with a relationship. It has to do with their sense of self, their, their sense of self-worth, their sense of direction. Where are they going? What are they going to accomplish in life? I mean, a lot of young men in this country guaranteed feel empty. I mean, I've been there, guys. I get it. Like, it has nothing to do with COVID. COVID might be exacerbating the issue, but at the end of the day, they're playing in the snow. And it sucks. And they don't feel like they're adequately prepared. And they don't, they don't even know when they're going. And they don't know when the winter's ending. Are you? Is that you? Because I get it, man. And I'm here to talk about that specific situation. Are you playing in the snow? And by the way, in any area of your life right now, you are playing in the snow. You might not know it, might be numb, see what I did there, to the situation, but you might be playing in the snow. I want to talk about that. I want to help you through that. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe money is really tight. Maybe you lost your job yesterday. Maybe you lost your job two years ago. I don't know. Maybe you're just not where you want to be financially. Maybe this is teaching you perseverance. Maybe this is getting you to realize that you have to put your faith in something else see there's always a reason for playing in the snow One thing I always loved about playing in the snow and football is that it was a perspective shift And it changed the way we had to play And as a guy who was quick but not fast like my 40 yard dash time was never good But my quickness was solid as a linebacker I loved playing in the snow because I had just as much traction as the little fast guys And they had to finally meet their maker in the hole I could finally be at the same level of those guys and start hitting hard. And it's like, hey, if they were a fly and run around you kind of team, they had no success. I loved it. It changed perspective. It changed elements of what we were doing. And I loved it. The same thing happens when we play in the snow in life, when we face obstacles in life. One thing you've got to ask yourself if you lost your job and you're depressed about it What if it meant too much to you? What if your income meant too much to you? What if your job title means too much to you? Stop caring about what your LinkedIn profile says. Start caring about the impact you can have with your skills and your relationships and your capabilities. You probably won't get another job that you want until you relinquish your need to have an awesome job title and to have X amount of dollars coming in every year. Lesson. It could take you two years to really learn that lesson and you will probably not get out of winter until you learn it. Okay. I've been there. What if you're struggling in relationships? Ooh. What if you're struggling in relationships? Who isn't struggling in relationships to some extent? Patience. You are learning patience. You might be learning what grace is to extend grace to people who have issues. It doesn't mean you're going to stand for what they're doing. If they're abusive or if there's unhealthy behavior, you don't have to say it's okay, it's not okay. But you also have to be able to see your own issues and be like, you know what? You know, I have to be okay with her having that issue and I have to wait for her to work that out. Otherwise, she could leave me for these five reasons. Draw a circle around yourself and focus on changing everything that's inside the circle. That's probably the best relationship advice I've ever gotten. Draw the circle immediately and stop trying to change things outside the circle. You can change how you handle the situation as things bump up against your circle, but you can't control that stuff anyway. So why don't you focus on controlling yourself? That's all you can really do. What if you're struggling in your relationship and you're learning what love really is? See, our culture tries to convince us that love is just a feeling, and that's cheap and stupid because puppies who we love, they grow up and they take shits on carpets and I don't love the dog at that point. Do I get rid of the dog at that point? No. Because I have made a decision to take care of that dog, to love that dog. People are going to take a shit on you in life sometimes. Okay? That's just part of it. That's kind of what we do. By the way, you do your fair share of shitting as well. It's hard to say. Fair share of shitting. But... Aren't you glad they don't just bail because the feeling's gone? It's such a joke. I hate when people say, I'm no longer in love with that person, or, yeah, we just fell out of love, or things changed, or whatever. Yeah, dude, you're human. My thoughts towards peanut butter change on a weekly basis. No, they don't. I am consistently obsessed with peanut butter. There is no change in my behavior. That is a terrible example, okay? But you get my point. Your, your stance on certain things changes quite frequently, okay? You have to be able to look at those vacillations and be like, okay, well, at the end of the day, I made a commitment to her, okay, to love her, and I need to love her like a verb. You're learning what love really is. If you're a year into marriage, two years into marriage even, you're learning what your vows actually meant, <laughs> They flowed out of your lips on that day when she was looking all cute and there was champagne flowing and all your bros were there slapping you on the ass. I don't know what kind of wedding I'm talking about. But you get my point? Now, now we're talking turkey, man. Now she's yelling at you. Now she's cutting you down in areas you know she only knows how to hurt you in that area. That hurts, man. still going to love her? It doesn't mean you have to smile and pretend everything's okay. Love is a commitment. Are you leaving her? What if every time she didn't feel that same way about you, all stars and rainbows, she just left? You'd probably develop a trust issue, right? I will speak on this in other messages, but men have dropped the ball in this country around relationships and around love. There are not enough strong, committed men who look at the seasons of hardship, look at the winters, look at playing in the snow in relationships and ride it out. Put some freaking gloves on and say, we're going to get through this thing. Spring is coming. And until then, here are some layers. Here are some things we can do to survive. We need gritty dudes in this country. And there aren't enough. And Hollywood is telling us that it's okay to run around fancifully and chase the next feeling. And it's childishness. It's foolishness. And it ultimately leads to unhappiness and loneliness. And no one will trust you. And you won't even trust yourself. Spent some time there. Hey guys, you might already know this, but I am not in the business of providing a random message to a random audience. I am in the business of providing meaningful, impactful messages to those seeking more purpose in life. I need your help to do this. I'm inviting you right now to engage in a dialogue with me and to send me ideas, send me thoughts, send me questions, send me issues that you're struggling with that I can speak about on this podcast. Go to my website, chadcanyer.com. It's my name, .com. Go to the contact page, fill out a form. I will get an email and I pledge to get back to you within a week and engage in a dialogue around that topic. I cannot guarantee that I will speak on that on the air because I might be the dumbest guy in the world on that subject, but God knows I will do my very best to engage with you and to provide value, not just to you, but to every single listener because that is why I'm doing this. Help me make this more purposeful. What if you have no sense of purpose? What if money is okay? What if your relationships are okay? But you're like, where am I going in life? What is the point of all this? That season is actually really good for you because you're realizing that you don't have answers to questions that clearly matter to you. You would only be asking questions like, what am I supposed to be doing in life? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What are my passions? How can I make an impact on the world? If you didn't have the answers to those questions. Guys, across money, across relationships, across purpose, across really anything, any sort of playing in the snow that you're doing right now and your hands are cold and weak and you want to go inside and quit. The same point holds true and this is it. Every positive on the surface of your life, the surface of anyone's life really, has negatives. There's a flip side to every coin. When Tom Brady inevitably hosts the freaking Lombardi Trophy, and by the way, you're gonna listen to this a week from the game, so if they're not still in the playoffs, just have mercy on your buddy, okay? When Tom Brady hoists the 19th trophy, you know, on national television that he ever has and wears a ring on, he has to use his second hand because it's just, it's at this point, it's like, my Lord, go down to Pizza Hut, put in a quarter and get a freaking fake ring because we're just tired of all the money associated with the ring. Um, Still on the Tom Brady thing a little bit. My bad, I'll move on eventually. Uh, when he hoists that trophy, we know that he's earned that there was a story recently about one of those journeyman quarterbacks or one of those quarterbacks that like he's been in the league for 10 minutes. He was flipping pizzas two weeks ago. Um, And he spent nine days as a Patriot as a new England Patriot. And so he met Tom Brady and obviously he's like, Oh, you're my hero. I can't believe I'm in the film room with you, bro. And he went early to watch film early being like five 30 in the morning. And Tom was already there. Tom was there. Tom's got like snacks He's got like an artisanal cheese board. He's like, yeah, man, like post up. All right, I'm good. I get here at two. You know, like he doesn't have a life, right? And It was actually good for me to hear because I'm like, man, there's always a cost, right? Like he's earned it. Michael Jordan, same story. LeBron, they talk about how hard these guys work and how obsessed they are. We don't see that. We don't talk about that a lot, do we? No, we talk about the stats. We talk about what they're doing and who they're married to and how good looking they are and their the yacht they're buying and the trip they're taking cuz it's all but it's all the result of something. My point is this that the positives on the surface have negatives. Here's another example. The super rich like generationally super super wealthy people who did not earn their income the way that some young dude with parents who didn't go to college, who, you know, he's a first generation American. He busts his ass and he works his way up and he ends up making six figures and he's considered rich, but he's really just made a really cool life for himself through effort. I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about the guy who's like seventh generation, mega, mega wealthy, like Trump type people, right? Like they're in their own stratosphere. Positive, right? Everybody's like, I want to be that rich. That would be amazing. There are so many negatives associated with that. Can you look at the look? Can you look one level deeper? Do you think they actually understand the race issues in this country? Do you, do you actually think that like they haven't had security detail around them as they've even witnessed racial injustice? <laughs> right? Like they're not normal people. They're insulated from racial issues, they're insulated from financial issues. And so, and what do they do? Just like we do, when they don't understand something, they automatically are averse to it. That's how human behavior is. When we don't understand things, we declare that as a non-issue because we've never had exposure to it. We don't understand it. How would we have empathy for something that we've never experienced, right? So they're somewhat insulated from that. And I see that as a detriment. Example number three, super handsome guy. Super handsome guy has been able to cut corners that super ugly guy has never been able to cut in life. Okay, on the surface, man, it'd be really cool to be be a handsome guy. That guy is handicapped. That handsome dude is actually handicapped in life. Because he hasn't had to work as hard. He hasn't had to be as disciplined. He hasn't had to go the last two inches that the super ugly guy has had to in life to earn his same level of success and accomplishment. That is a demerit to his character. We don't look at this stuff because it's not on the surface level because we just use our two eyes and go from there. But there are negatives associated with every single positive, at least surface level positives, that we talk about in our culture today. And I believe in the laws of nature, right? You can disagree with gravity and like go for it. Set up a club, set up a Facebook group, invite all your friends. You're gonna look like a loony box. Go ahead. If you don't believe in gravity, there's people out there that still believe the the world is flat. Um, seriously. Set it up. Go jump off a mountain to prove your point. You will soon believe in gravity and you'll believe in it a little bit too early and also too late. Like, the guy's not just wrong, he's dead. sucks. That's an extreme. What I'm saying here, though, is the law here is that if every positive has a negative, then the converse of that law has to be true, right? Every negative has a positive. You have got to start seeing the positives coming out of your winter. See the positives from playing in the snow. See the positives about playing in the snow the most successful human beings on the planet, see the positive in everything. It doesn't mean they're not realists about the negative Why would they need to look for a positive if they're not going to acknowledge the negative. See the positive. Don't call the negative a positive. Don't say, I got fired. I'm calling this a win. Like, no, that's a loss. But how is it going to make you stronger? How is it going to make you better? If you are dealing with a lost job, tied on money, worrisome relationship, no purpose in life, kind of a feeling of directionlessness in life. What are the positives associated with that emotion? What is the next season that could be coming? Is it progress? Is it more learning? Perhaps. You need to choose what the positive is in playing in the snow. Okay. Okay. So a lot of you are saying, cool, man. Playing in the snow. All right, I get this guy's point. Playing in the snow is, it's cold, it's tough, it's tight and all that. And I got to find the positive in the situation. Okay, got it. You know, I've even been able to identify some things, you know, some ways I'm growing in this difficult season. Okay, that's cool. I, I'm starting to, to change my perspective. But at the end of the day, dude, this sucks. I don't know how I'm going to stay in this relationship. I, I, I'm worried about being alone if I break up with this girl. I, I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married eventually. I want to have kids. I want to be a father, right? I don't want to start all over again with, the, with another girl. Okay, I get it. Uh, I, I need a job, dude. Like, thank you. Yeah, I'm seeing the positives. And like that thing that you said about associating my self-worth with my income and my job, that that hit home for me. There's some of that going on for sure. It doesn't change the fact that I have bills that I don't know how, how I'm going to hit. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I'm worried, dude. Like, give me some, give me some, like, give me something that actually helps me tangibly. Okay, I get it. Here's some things that, you know, you're getting your ass kicked in the snow right now, man. And here's some things that might help you be more successful. Okay, here's number one. Add layers between you and the elements that you can't control. Add layers between you and the elements that you can't control. Protect yourself. Right, take refuge. There are some guys right now that are playing football in Lambeau Field. It's probably like 15 degrees there. Uh, that won't be wearing sleeves because they want to prove they're super macho. They want everyone to be like, "Dude, that guy's so hard. That guy's so hard, dude." Like, who cares? His performance in the game, his ability to contribute to his team's victory, it that matters way more than whether he's wearing sleeves or not, right? He's kind of being an idiot, actually, because he cares more about how he looks than how he performs, in, in my opinion, right? I played football in the frigid cold, and it's moronic to not wear sleeves. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? There's a time to take shelter, man, okay? Again, laws of nature, right? If you're on a cross-country trek and you're going through Montana in the winter, when a storm comes through, there is a time to just take shelter, And lick your wounds a little bit and wait for the storm to pass, okay? What I'm saying is if you're in a tough financial position, ask your family for some money, a loan, okay? A loan that you will pay back with interest. Be a man, okay? Own that, right? If you're in a tough relationship and you feel like this is just, oh my, this is just not working right now, take a break, (laughs) take a break. It could be an hour from talking and working on it and all that. Take a break for a week if you can, right? If you can go like quarantine somewhere else, COVID does add some complications here. Okay. Uh, Get some counseling. Dude, counseling is so helpful. At a minimum, it gets you guys to realize and communicate how you're feeling at a deeper level. Right. You are probably so at each other's throats at times that that the right stuff's not coming to the surface. You're speaking out of frustration, feelings of control. A lot of stuff from your past is definitely at play here. If you're not aware of what's going on from your past, it makes it's like you're you're playing with fire, but you don't even know it. You're like blindfolded playing with fire. It's it sucks. You need someone to help you process all that in a healthy, safe, patient environment. Hopefully not too expensive of an environment. By the way, if you want free counseling, go to church. Seriously. If you want to go and talk to people who care about you and have answers, who aren't going to try to monetize on the situation, just go to church and enter a group and talk to other guys that are going through your situation and tell me it doesn't help. Take shelter, okay? If you're feeling like you have no purpose in life and you're just like, you're drained and you're like, what is this all for? How do you add layers between you and the elements? You don't have to have it all figured out right now, man. Like, give yourself time to figure that out. Maybe it's a season where you're not gonna have all the answers about the why. I know how frustrating that is, but maybe it's a season for resting up. Maybe it's a, it's a season for just adding a skill. You know, adding a skill so that next time you come back to the table, maybe six months or a year from now, and you're, you're asking yourself, all right, what are the talents that I have at my disposal to have an impact on the world? There's just one more talent on your list. There's just one more skill on your list. You're still moving forward. You're adding layers between you and the bitterness, the harsh reality of, oh, I don't have a purpose. But maybe you need to take a step back. Maybe you need to just gather yourself, man. Maybe you just need to breathe a little bit. Ooh, ah. Shake your shoulders out. Get some perspective, right? Add some layers between you and the severity of the season. Number two, change your game. You know what the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Stop the madness, as Mr. Wonderful says on the Shark Tank show. I love that. He's like, stop the madness. (laughs) Stop the insanity. Change the game. You can't play... In the snow, the way you play in the summer, (laughs) it's, that's not going to work. It's like one of those Tyreek Hill kind of guys, those really quick guys in the NFL trying to juke and jab and and jump and all that crazy stuff that he does. His speed is ridiculous. That guy, uh, during a winter game, when his, he can barely grip the turf. He's going to get injured trying to play like that. Okay. You've got to know where you're at. You've got to change your game a little bit. There might be some evolution needed here. Stop being insane. You're going to get hurt, right? You got to run different routes. You got to slow down. You got to get your feet under you a little bit. And that the beauty of this is it produces dynamism. It produces balance in the future for you. It produces experience. You know how to weather winter now. That's going to make you more effective in the future, whether we're talking about relationships or money or whatever, right? you're getting better. These seasons are good for us, right? And in the spirit of that, and my last point is to have fun. Dude, have fun with it. This too shall pass. You need to embrace that if you're going through a difficult season. I told myself that every day when money was really tight, we were done with our savings and I, I couldn't just get it together and get and grab a gig. I just don't know what it was. I kept telling myself, this is going to pass. This is going to pass. All the bad things are going to pass. And you can say that confidently when you have a good attitude and when you keep positive effort. Other lessons from dad, attitude and effort. The most important things in life, attitude and effort. If you focus on controlling those two things, this too shall pass. Now, don't sit in a hole, right? Right? And you don't even know when spring comes because you're so delusional. You're like, you're just sheltered from the world, right? You have to keep it real, right? But this too shall pass. You're going to get out of this, man. This will pass. You will see one day why you're going through all of this. I promise you, okay? I can promise you. Laws of nature. This will pass. You can't change the fact that it's winter. You can't make it spring. You can't snap your fingers and the trees start to grow leaves back right away. There's a purpose for winter. Things are dying off that weren't producing fruit in your life. Let them die. Enjoy the space that you have. You know, one thing I love about winter is that the leaves are off the trees. And so I can see more things around my house, you know? Like, I'm, I can see through, I can see other homes, I can see the mountains, I can see the sunrise thoroughly, right? It's like, oh, well, there's the sunrise, what, right, peeking over that mountain right there, because there isn't a huge leafy tree in the way. And I think that nature is teaching us something there, right? If there's less in the way, yes, things had to die. Yes, some of that sucks. You had to lose your job. You got to get rid of this relationship. There's things that this relationship is showing you that are terrible about yourself. You got to throw them away. Got to kick that addiction. Got to kick that habit. Got to kick saying stuff like that. Got to get better. Got to go leaner and meaner on the weight, right? Got to lose weight. Like there's things we're losing that are uncomfortable to lose. We're playing in the snow. Stings. But they give us vision too. We can see more in the winter. Things are fresh. Things are white. Things are open. There's less leaves in the way. There's less clutter. Maybe if you lost your job, maybe you can pick up something, maybe a hobby that you haven't touched in a long time, just to process what you're going through, right? For me, it was writing. I hadn't written in a long time, just writing, just journaling, right? And like crying out to God and just being like, this is so crappy, (laughs) like, ah, I'm going to write this thing that's in my mind and it turns into a cool poem that I like. And I'm like, that's cool. I haven't written a poem in like 10 years. I was so obsessed with my career and making money and having fun, right? Perspective shift. Playing in the snow is good for us, man. Sell your house. Go on an adventure. Treat the whole thing like an adventure. If you, if you knew that this was going to be over at some point, how would you respond differently to the difficulty in your life? If you know it's ending, and I'm telling you it's ending, it's going to end. Can't promise when, I don't know. In fact, the biggest shift that needs to happen for this to end, if you want this to be over? Something has to shift in you. Stop looking externally. Something might have to shift in you before this ends. Something has to die. What has to die in me for me to truly move on from this? Asterisk, the situation might not change on the surface, right? But the way you look at it, the way you handle it, the way you what, you, what you classify it as could be drastically different if you let something die inside of you. So what has to die? Why are you playing in the snow? Again, right now, Tommy and the Buckaroos, they're, they're up there, you know, losing in Lambo, right? No, I don't know. Probably finding a way to just absolutely destroy the Green Bay defense. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's Tom. It's Tom. But that's happening right now. And the reality of the situation is that the Buccaneers have to play in Lambeau Field. And the reality of the situation is that the game is going to end at some point. And the reality of the situation is that There are lessons they will be learning throughout that game about who they are, right, about their grit, about their perseverance, about their preparation, about, you know, was it smart to, like, be perceived as a macho guy or would I really appreciate something around my neck right now because I'm freaking freezing my butt off. They're learning by playing in the snow, and that game will end. This season in the snow will end. I'm here to encourage you, and I'm here to equip you. That's my job. What needs to die? in this season for you to move on to the next one. Another question would be, what are the positives under the surface associated with the negatives that you're experiencing on the surface? What are those? Lean into those. Find those. Celebrate those. You're playing in the snow right now. This season will end You will get through this. You are becoming a stronger man. Thanks for listening to the Saddled Stallion Podcast. That's it, guys. Be strong, be humble, walk in purposeful manhood.